Welcome to Hashtag Influencer, hosted by Babelbox CEO Sherry Langbert. Sherry interviews the world's biggest brands, agencies, and influencers to uncover their influencer marketing secrets to success. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review Hashtag Influencer wherever you get your podcasts from. On this episode, Sherry is joined by JJ Yosh, a multifaceted entrepreneur who is not only an influencer and content creator, but a TV host, adventure filmmaker, producer, and owner of Higher Earth Media, an entertainment and film production company based out of Boulder, Colorado, which strives to educate, empower, and inspire people around the world to help build a more sustainable path for our current and future generations. An avid backpacker, JJ explores some of the most captivating places on Earth. So I want to understand what inspired your passion for backpacking and camping and the outdoors. Yeah, my journey into the backpacking world started when I was very little uh, in Lake Tahoe. My parents had a house and we'd go, they would go there quite often and I would go explore the backyard. There was a creek nearby and I would actually have to force my younger siblings to go with me. Um, It wasn't until college where I didn't have to force people to go outside with me and I joined an outdoors club and, and I found my passion for nature and wilderness really came alive and I got to do some of my first camping and backpacking trips. And, you know, there's like a love and hate when it comes to backpacking because you're carrying all of your, all of your food and gear with you on your back. And there are definitely moments where you're like, why am I doing this? I remember that was the first time I went backpacking. I was like, why, why do, why did I just pay to do this? And then, um, I don't know, after the trip, it's kind of like you get to that top of the mountain and it's like such a hard journey getting there, but then you actually get there and you're like, oh my God, yeah, this was so worth it. I love and, it. And, and I came back from my backpacking trip, my first one, and I was like, okay, I'm doing another one. And uh, so I just kept doing one after the other and it just uh, it eventually evolved into what it is today, filming them and, and uh, making a career out of it you know, your background, like, obviously, we're talking about you as a person and tell us like, how does someone like you and this passion for back backpacking and camping? How does someone like you get involved in the influencer marketing space and as a content creator? When I first got involved in the influencer space, it, it wasn't necessarily intentional um this we live in a very fast world with social media especially and it was something that uh kind of evolved uh i it really started for me in the outdoors i went on a lot of outdoor trips and i would take photos of my experiences and video clips and and then i um Early on, I reached out to different sponsors, like different companies, outdoor companies, and I would kind of pitch them my ideas of trips that I was going to go on. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it started as product trades and later it evolved into actually um, paid work where I was taking photos and video for these outdoor companies. And then when social media emerged, um, just in the last, uh, really the last five years, it's really boomed. Uh, that's when I was able to 
monetize uh, my passion really into a full time career. And actually now I have like a full team to do, be able to do that. Um, as I was saying, it, this is a, a really fast paced environment and things are constantly changing. So the, the advice I could give to somebody who wants to do it now is very different than what I did then. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and even my approach now is changing because things just are every month there's a new app out and we just have to constantly jump on it. Yeah. Um, but I think for the most part, like I, if, if I was to give advice to somebody who wants to get into influencing and in the social media space, I think the, the most important part and where to start is figuring out what your brand is and what your mission is. Uh, I think so often people are constantly trying to be somebody else. And uh, we live, you know, the social media is a very saturated market right now. And the only way you're going to stand out is if you are 100% true to yourself, authentic. And the way to do that is like really figure out what are, let's just say three unique things about you that, that maybe not everyone else has. And then when you put those three unique things together, it creates a um, just such a rare combination that no one else out there is going to have those three things combined together. And that, that really coalesces into your brand. So I think that's the most important thing uh, with getting into social media. That's amazing advice. I guess, you know, the question we get a lot and it's interesting because you do address how it's changed so much because back in the day, that is how I reached out to brands. But, you know, for someone new, would you recommend that they do the barters in the beginning or they refuse to do the barters? And how does a newbie even go about finding the right people at a brand? I mean, obviously, when you have a company, there's tools and resources to find those people and you probably get inbound inquiries. But if you're starting out and you have 5,000 followers on one channel, how do you go about making connections with those brands? Well, again, I'm going to go back to the piece of advice I just gave before about really identifying your brand. Mm -hmm. Because again, if you're just doing this to get sponsors and to build likes on your profile and, and if you don't have the right intention, no matter what your approach is, it's not going to work. You have to live and breathe this. And this isn't a part-time gig. I mean, this is something that you have to be obsessed with. You have to love it. And I think that's a very important thing. And that's actually what is going to help you get through the doors of these brands that you hit up because Mm -hmm. you're right. um, These brands are inundated by inquiries uh, on a daily basis, if not minute to minute. And so the only way you're going to stand out to these brands is, is by being real, having a very captivating story. And that is when I had no experience and I had no resources. I mean, we're we're talking like right when I'm, I'm fresh out of college. Um, how did I get through the doors? Well, I started picking up the phone, calling these brands. Hmm. Um, they didn't know who the hell I was. <laughs> and the, but the, the thing that I had though, was I had passion. I, I was so excited and thrilled about this, this uh, journey that I was about to take. It was actually, I was actually going to Alaska. This was in 2007. And I was so excited about the trip that I was about to take that 
the brands could hear it in my voice. And and I literally just started calling them. I mean, I called one after the other. You sound like me. Telling them my story. <laughs> I was yeah. there. Yeah. Pitching everyone. I think no yeah. was not a no. Well, but yeah. 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 There's no no. Yeah. There's no no in my book. Um and yeah, I would definitely say product exchanges when you're first starting are key because you gotta you have to build experience and and if you're really doing this for the right reason and you really love what you're doing uh you're gonna do this regardless if you get you get paid or you get products or you get recognition or you get anything you're gonna do it because this is so aligned with who you are that you're gonna do it in 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 the walls of your house where no one can see you and that's how you know you really love something when you still do it no matter um who's watching that's great advice so my head is percolating with different uh, personas of myself to start my own instagram channel but you brought up something and before i get into my next question you're saying there's apps every day so what are tell us about some of the new apps or new tools that you're playing with when it comes to social Oof. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> talk about apps, but we might as well talk about uh, <laughs> computer apps. They're like appetizers that you eat. There's so many. There's so right. many appetizers to eat, right? Um, so every day, I like I right this exact moment. I am I am trying to maintain my TikTok, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram. And now there's YouTube shorts that just came out like in the last couple of months. Now there's Clubhouse. Yep. Um, Are you on Clubhouse? I am on Clubhouse, but I haven't even really like dived into it. I'm just, there's just so many apps and I'm, I'm trying to like juggle them all around and figure out wh- where I should put my time. Yeah. Um, it is, it is a, this is a full-time job for anyone that is wondering, you know, <laughs> it's an ultra full-time job. Um, you, you can't do this on your own. Um, so <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like what sort of advice I can give when it comes to what, what you're, what, where you should be putting your energy with the apps right now. Um, mm-hmm. Because beyond just the social media apps, which I just mentioned those ones, then there's all of these social media app tools yeah. that, um, help you to manage all these other apps. <laughs> so it's, it's like, it's like sending apps. a thank you note to someone who sends you a thank you. Yeah. Keeps going exactly. and going. Right. Yeah. So um, that is something I am every day constantly asking myself, um, where should I be focusing my energy? Should, should I, put more time into TikTok today or should I put more time into YouTube today? You know, um, so I'm working with my team on a daily basis and literally a daily basis is what this is part of like our strategy. And we discuss where should we be putting our time today? Should it be more in this app or this app? And we do discuss the longevity of these apps and which ones are trending more right now and how can we, um, how can we cross over where, where we're creating content for one platform, but we're able to Kinda use it across for, yeah. all the other platforms. Yeah. So um, yeah, these are questions that are very important and um, we, that are part of our conversation um, every day. 
Okay. So I'm going to ask another question. So which platform do you personally like the best? Like, are you allowed to say the answer to that? <laughs> sure. I'm not under contract with any platform. Uh, I think the one that I personally play around with um, would be TikTok. And, and that's, there's a lot of promise with TikTok. It's also frustrating lately because the algorithm has been changing. And um, one of the great things about TikTok in the beginning was the algorithm was, um, the algorithm in the beginning favored, favored us as the audience. Um, whereas uh, with Instagram, you know, the, the algorithm doesn't, it favors more of the advertisers, it seems like. So, um, well, yeah, it I, favors I, I the advertisers who pay. <laughs> that, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, with, I think TikTok, um, I, I really do enjoy the short form content and I go down rabbit holes often when I'm on TikTok. Like I'm like, okay, I just need to go on TikTok just for a moment so I can find the song that I'm going to use for Simon's next video. <laughs> um, and then I end up, I end up like getting caught in this rabbit hole of all, you know, you, you end up like, okay, an hour just passed. How, and how did I get on this video? <laughs> right. right <laughs> you know, that yeah. happens because you just, <laughs> so I try to limit my time. <laughs> that makes sense. Where do you see any trends in video? What do you think is happening with video, particularly on YouTube? I mean, I know you just mentioned the shorts, but how do you think that's going to go? Mm -hmm. What are some of the other trends you're seeing? I definitely think, um, you know, content is getting shorter and shorter. People's attention spans are pretty limited. So short content is king right now. I think that um, from what I've seen, the more raw videos with less editing seem to be the ones that uh, are more captivating for people because it's real. I think, um, I think people for the most part are kind of tired of Hollywood and, and the mass, the mass media. So they want to feel, they want to see things that are real and relatable. Mm -hmm. And I think this overly produced world that we've, uh, we've grown up in is not as trusted as it used to be. So when you see content that's more raw and like it was just filmed and was not even, hardly any editing was done to it, um, that seems to be really the most popular content that you see on, especially on TikTok and, and even YouTube. People mm -hmm. wanna see real moments. Uh, they don't, they don't wanna be fooled and tricked anymore. And so uh, I think that's kind of what's trending right now um and then obviously there's little trends that are are uh each week there's always a new trend um whether it's on tiktok or youtube where everyone's like imitating that song uh and and that action with the tr with the trends so that's that's always changing but i think just in general it's uh just about real content that's that's that just happened to be captured in the moment yeah. Uh, yeah, the camera just happened to be rolling when, uh, you know, some crazy event was happening. Yeah, and then people are are able to witness that. You know, we're all like collectively uh, capturing all of these moments around the world and now sharing them. So it's it's really opening up a window into cultures that we never were exposed to before. I agree. And I think that's kind of the interesting 
interesting thing with all of it. It is so interesting. And the way you say it makes it even more interesting. And I think for you, the fact that you're in nature is just such a perfect, you know, in quote, landscape for this whole movement. And I guess I wonder with you, I'm going to bring up the COVID question. I mean, everyone was outdoors. Everyone was camping. How did that impact, you know, what you do, um, whether it's on a content creation side or on a sponsorship side, like, I mean, I'm sure that it was just madness for you with everyone being outdoors. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately COVID, um, <laughs> we, everyone was affected by it and including myself and mm -hmm. there's no, there's no escaping that. And, uh, we were affected. I mean, we, my business was already operating through my property. Uh, mm -hmm. we already have our office on site. So we, we were still able to work here mm -hmm. and it didn't really change our, our, uh, work day to day, but we definitely saw a huge decrease in brand, uh, content that, cause a lot of the money that we, we receive comes from brands that pay us to create video content and photo content. And, um, the budgets were, tightened significantly mm -hmm. uh and 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 we started to go through this cancel culture where um brands were very they didn't know what was okay to post I know. there was all these yeah. there was yeah. there were all these moments we were like i don't know if it's okay to post today if that's gonna look it, it's kind of like you know someone dies and you're kind of like okay should i even should I even smile? Is it going to look bad that I'm smiling today? You have to like think about everything you're posting because it's going to look disrespectful. So that's the industry that we're in. So we're hugely affected by things that are going on in the world because um, if the brands can't post, then they can't pay us to create content. So we were affected that way. And then also in the travel sense, a lot of the work that we uh, received before COVID was traveling. I mean, I, I would go out of the country um, several times a year. And uh, that was uh, uh, the main part of uh, kind of what we were doing was just traveling to all these locations and that had to stop. So we, um, we utilized um, my backyard a lot more. Mm -hmm. Um, and fortunately I have a pretty amazing landscape around me. So, um, that wasn't too bad. <laughs> um, we were able to, you know, I think with anything, whether it be COVID or any other sort of tragedies or events that happen, you have to be able to adapt. A, a good business person is someone who is constantly looking for, new sources of revenue, new ways of making business and are in and is someone who's open to adapting and changing because nothing will always, nothing will ever be the same. So you have to always be changing. Yep. And uh, so that is something. And it's also COVID about, yeah, it's also about changing the type of content. Look, we saw, you know, obviously we had a campaign that was supposed to be about festivals and we changed it to self-care. Like it's just shifting the messaging and the timing and it's, yeah. Yeah. And I think another thing that, um, I think just COVID in general just sped up a lot of things that 
trends that were we were heading that direction already, but it just maybe sped it up a little bit more, including the uh, just the type of content people wanted. I think, uh, uh, especially after COVID, people are very um, much more wanting to do their own research into everything. Don't trust what you're seeing necessarily in the media or the news. You really just want to look into everything yourself. Um, and so that's where this whole co real content has come about, where I think people really want to see real life stories and real life content to, um, to, to be able to do the research on their own. So I think that also plays into that. Yeah. It's a, it was a crazy year, I think, for everyone. And I think when it comes to content creation influencer, I think it did, it catapulted us to the, a different level. And I think for us, we saw that, you know, influencers were able to fulfill because they are, you know, experienced with storytelling and filmmaking and everything that it was super easy to turn on and turn off when you need it. So, but I'm happy that, you know, things are, I, I think I, I share your sentiments and everything that you just said. I know that you're not just a content creator, um, you know, on these digitals, but you're a TV host and an adventure filmmaker. Could you tell us a little bit more about the other things that you do? Yeah, I, I started in this industry with uh, be more on screen talents, uh, doing TV hosting and and also uh, acting and oh. filmmaking and um, my big project before before my social media was uh, this movie I spent almost ten years of my life making oh. called Ancient Tomorrow and it really um, it was a movie that was very dear to my heart it was connected to my passions of ancient civilizations and uh, it had a little touch of conspiracy theory in there and <laughs> um definitely adventure and um coming of age and and that um that was a project that um definitely took a good portion of my life to create and I definitely um really uh love to create content that's cinematic emotional has uh, you know, a good story to it. Um, so even as a content creator today, uh, my team and I really try to make sure that we have storylines. Uh, we, we would do that for the brands that we work with. And so the, my filmmaking has kind of leaked into my content creator side. Um, but I think right now, making short form content is just a lot easier than making a full full length film like ancient tomorrow so my focus has been more on short form content um but but i will definitely say that my passions still reside in long form filmmaking it's just that's kind of taken a pause for right now um <laughs> so but hopefully i'll get back to that point again um, always but tomorrow. that yeah that was a always tomorrow yeah <laughs> you are just I mean I'm one of, I'm a big fan I love what you're doing I love your everything so thank you so much for you know sharing all these incredible insights and you know just truly appreciate you being on the show and I always end with the same question which is uh, name an influencer you love to follow but hate to admit that you do 
Yes. Uh, and yeah, thank you for having me here today. That's I always love sharing the journey. And I think um, it is so important to share your stories with others um, to provide some sort of strength and support and inspiration for people that are thinking about getting into things like this and realizing that we're, you know, we're all the same um, at the end of the day and we all go through struggles and um, anything that you want to make great takes a lot of time and strength and courage. And, you know, I'm constantly questioning what I'm doing on an everyday basis. Um, but, uh, never giving up. <laughs> um, and so getting to your question, my influencer that I look to is actually one of my friends. I, I follow Marshall Mosher a lot. Um, and he probably already knows that as well, but he is one of my adventure friends. And, um, as I was saying earlier, like I, I'm very intrigued right now by real people and, um, people that I, and even people that I know. So I, I think I tend to follow people that I know more, uh, just because they're more real to me. And, um, I'm a little over the fake Hollywood. So I'm kind of just been more, uh, looking into following people that, uh, that I know personally, or am somewhat connected to. And Marshall is an incredible adventurer. He is also a business entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. uh, he's creating this virtual reality, helping uh, people to get over their own fears of it, in, in their jobs and their own personal lives. And so he um, is about to launch this virtual reality um, wow. team building system that he has. And, uh, but if, if you go and follow him, Marshall Mosher, he has just, he just lives the most incredible, authentic adventure lifestyle. I mean, one moment uh, he is paragliding the next moment he's skiing and snowboarding the next minute he's uh, hang, uh, hang gliding, highlining. Well, it's kayaking. funny you say that because I was actually just away from my first trip and my nine-year-old will, he went down a black hole 400 feet on a rope and then they went parasailing and like, I can't, I, I, I mean, I'm adventurous, but I just, the height thing. So maybe I'll take his course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and not, you know what, and also not everyone can, uh, I, I think that's that I've experienced that with my own profile. Um, there's so many people that may be in a, a mobile situation where they're bedridden or some, something else, um, is preventing them from actually being able to experience those sort of, yeah. uh, adventures. So, mm -hmm. so I think virtual reality in that case can be great. Mm -hmm. um to be able to experience that and 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 also some people just don't want to don't want to lose their life falling falling to their death you know so this <laughs> provides another way to do that you know without having to <laughs> or have a panic attack midair but yes yeah well thank you so much and thanks for being on the show and um well, hopefully I, I will keep watching and hopefully you'll get to travel more as things open up soon Yes, thank you. Well, it's been a pleasure and have a good rest of your day in New Jersey. And I'm going to enjoy my snowstorm here. So, yeah. Enjoy. Thank you, JJ. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Hashtag Influencer. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us wherever you get your podcasts from. For all of our episodes and more information about our guests, head to podcast.babblebox.com. That's box with two X's. And stay tuned for next week's episode 
where BabbleBox CEO Sherry Langbert interviews another great guest. This is Hashtag Influencer.